Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to my podcast. This is episode one of Disappointed Divas in Our 20s. I am your host, June, and it is approximately 10.13 p.m. on a Tuesday evening, and I'm chilling. So I hope you guys are doing wonderful, splendiferous, if you would. Um, I just want to, this episode's kind of going to be like an intro to myself, to the podcast, to everything, um, and we're just going to get right into it. All right. I also want to give everyone a song recommendation. I've been listening to Sunflower by Rex Orange County. That shit slaps, bro. Like, I don't even listen to Rex Orange County like that. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but I don't even listen to Rex Orange Orange County like that, but like, I was just looking for softer music. I've been listening to a lot of softer music these days just because what the fuck am I listening to (laughs) non-soft music for, you know what I'm saying? And so, not bashing anyone that listens to, you know, because I'm still, I be still listening to that gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know softer music puts you in a softer mood and equals a softer day i like soft days you know what i'm saying so everybody should go bump that so a little bit about myself i'm from brooklyn new york i was born in montreal but that means nothing because i was there for about a month and (laughs) so i am true and true a new yorker i moved to Brooklyn when I was about like six weeks and I went to school there elementary school to high school um very deep rooted (laughs) very much a New Yorker and everything that I do my aggression my style everything you know what I'm saying once you're a New Yorker like and you grow up there and you go to school the going to school in New York is a very different experience I feel just because like every day is a fashion show like every day is a fashion show everybody's like new yorkers are i don't i feel like our aggression is directed aggression like it's like we're not exactly aggressive on purpose but it's just like we want you to know that we're serious (laughs) like we want you to take us seriously you know what i'm saying and so very much new yorker i'm currently sorry guys i'm currently living in toronto going to school in toronto just because I wanted to try something new. I was very much getting tired of New York. That shit is tiring. <laughs> like, the city that never sleeps, but I like to sleep, you know what I'm saying? So, there's that. <laughs> uh, Toronto. <sighs> I give it a 6 out of 10. Hear me out, right? I feel like... <laughs> Canadians, why are you guys so passive-aggressive? What the fuck? Excuse my language, but, like, bro, (laughs) like, it's, like, borderline lying about your feelings, I feel. Like, not, and this is obviously not everybody, but just, like, I feel like passive-aggression does not equal the lack of aggression. And I feel like it's an excuse for you to, like, say what you want to say to someone, but in a nicer tone so they don't get too offended, you know? Like, no. But, like, I said no worries, so, like, it's okay. Like, no, it's not okay. And 
for that like that's one of the very big reasons that i'm like giving it a six out of ten and also just like it's fucking cold like <laughs> it's not for me so that shit is trash um yeah i feel like living in new york has also affected the way that like i view living other places just because like new york has a certain amount of accessibility not only to like food but to you don't have to drive you don't have to well mainfully you don't have to drive like driving is like a very big cost that people don't like that people in like places where they do have to drive don't even like think about until they like see new york and they're just like dude like where do you park like where do you park how much do you pay for parking like parking in the city is so expensive like there's all these like alternative rules and you gotta move your car on this day all kinds of nonsense obviously i'm sure that new york drivers like know all those rules i don't drive i don't know them shits but I feel like living in New York has affected the way that I see other places just because I expect people to, sorry, excuse me, move with a certain type of energy and I expect people to act certain kinds of ways and not even like speaking on like aggression, but like the way that we're upfront about our feelings, the way that we're direct, assertive non-passive aggressive like all those things i feel are characteristics that are important in people's characters and in people's day-to-day lives and that's just like me speaking personally because just i feel like the lack of all these things equal you not living out your truth and not living in how you feel and not like asserting yourself not asserting yourself i feel is a very low vibrational energy and not saying like speaking on people who are like shy or like people who find that difficult because i definitely understand finding that difficult because that is difficult it is difficult to assert yourself and say hey like this is important to me this is what i want this is what i want and x y and z but like asserting yourself is so important because asserting yourself is a form of you honoring your boundaries period and if you don't honor your boundaries who will if you don't honor your boundaries girl who will boy who will that's it's that simple like I f- boundaries are so important in our life and I just feel like the absence of boundaries creates such a trickle down effect on all other issues creates passive aggression creates non-assertiveness creates like lack of communication it creates all these other issues and I just feel like those boundaries play such an important role And not only like your life, but in the person who you're asserting those boundaries to, because now they know that, hey, this something that you're doing makes me uncomfortable. And they're going to think, hmm, if this is making this person uncomfortable, maybe this is making other people uncomfortable. Then they're going to start second guessing doing whatever the fuck they're doing that is making people uncomfortable. And so I feel like it's so important for our evolution and for us to keep progressing as people, for us to 
really assert our boundaries and really to establish those boundaries. Boundaries are so important. Like, for real, for real. And I just say all this to say that I feel like Canadians like boundaries. No cap. I'm so sorry to, like, the Canadians that are going to watch this. But, like, I feel like you guys lack fucking boundaries. That shit is beyond me. Like, you're nosy and all these other things. I'm not even going to sit here and, like, bash someone. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure you're not all like that. But just, like, like I said, all of these things are things that people automatically have in New York just because of the way that New York is structured and the way that living in New York shapes your life. And so I feel like I feel like New York's the best place in the world. No, I'm joking, guys. <laughs> no, but like for real, I just feel like learning these skills very important. So, more about me. Um, my name is June. I'm 21. Uh, fucking sucks. Let me tell you why, why being 21 sucks at this moment. Okay? I turned 21 during COVID. So, I also turned 21 while I was in Canada. And the drinking age in Canada is 19. So, I was already legal and it kind of fucking spoiled it for me. That's a whole separate shebang but i turned 21 during covid so i couldn't even like wow out the way that i wanted to like i had to be in a crib and i was in a real weird living situation you guys will learn about that much later i had to do like it was just so terrible it was an awful birthday i hated it so much <laughs> it was so awful i wasn't even i weren't wasn't able to be with my friends or like anyone that I like I wasn't even intoxicated like it it just it really fucking sucked and I just feel like that's literally how your 20s are <laughs> like it's just like your birthdays are like not even just birthdays but everything is just kind of like meh like you know it could be worse but it's like nah it's kind of fucking yeah <laughs> like yeah like that's the one sound effect for in your fucking 20s meh like Everything is just, like, mediocrely bad, but it's, like, could be improved kind of situation. But that shit sucked. So this year when my birthday comes up, May 29th, hey, Gemini season. This year when my birthday comes up, I'm just going to get a cake and label it 21 part 2. Because what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't even recognize that birthday. So we're just going to scratch that one, start over. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, 21 New Yorker. Um, I will be moving back to New York by the grace of God um, this summer. Uh, Bobby Schmurter just got out to anyone who cares. <laughs> so I definitely need to be in New York this summer. Um, I'm in accounting in college. Now, I know everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? Accounting is boring. That shit is fun, bro. You know, I think people don't understand accounting is high-key playing with other people's money. I love doing that shit. What? Are you kidding me? I What? I would love to tell a nigga he owe $20,000. Excuse my language. I would love to tell someone they owe $20,000. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? 
I would love to balance someone else's books, but like me doing that to myself, uh uh-uh, no, no. But like relatively, like it's pretty fun because you're not even like, it's so, accounting is so about the numbers that you're not even looking at company name. When I'm doing problems, I don't look at the company's name. I don't look at like what the fuck they sell. I don't look at any of that shit. It's literally, I skip all the words and go to the numbers. That's the kind of work I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to read. No, like, no disrespect to people that do read, but like me, that's not what my life is about. You feel me? Isn't <laughs> like when them, them problems get a little too wordy, I'm like, I'm gonna have to come back to this because this is not my speed. Uh, I deal with numbers, not words. So that shit is pretty fun to me. Um, more about myself, my dating life, (laughs) very much a question mark, (laughs) not even a question mark, I, um, no, it's a question mark, it's a, like, a question mark, but, like, make it half exclamation point, it's like, what the fuck, like, question, like, what the fuck, but, like, still, like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a joke, if you will. Um, I actually just got dumped today. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't call it, no, I definitely got broken up with today. Like, it was just, I will, I will say for the sake of the story that it was a mutual breaking up. But nonetheless, I was broken up with and I wasn't the one that initiated it. I guess I can get into that. Like, I want to talk about red flags and how we act like them shits don't exist. I, for one, do that shit a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sorry I curse so much, guys. I hope that's not an issue for someone. I would definitely, I try to tone it down, but you know, sometimes when I have, when I have, have sentences without curse words in it, they feel so bland, you know? I'm just trying to like season, put a little seasoning on that shit, you know what I'm saying? A little, huh, a little extra, huh? <laughs> no, but I definitely got dumb today. Um, I feel like society teaches us to cope with red flags instead of leaving let me explain myself i feel like the whole concept of compromising for certain things i feel should not be a thing like and like i don't even say this out of being like oh, like, because I got broken up with today, like, I was going to break up with this person, like, he just kind of beat me to it. I also want to talk about that. I'm going to put a pin in that, and I'm going to talk about that later. But I just feel like if someone, this is also goes back to the boundaries conversation, and if someone is not in accordance with the boundaries that you set, or not in accordance with, I don't even, with your standards, excuse me, not even like, not even to be 
like to say oh like this person doesn't look like what i thought like a partner would look like or this person isn't like as cute as my last partner not even those kind of standards because that's just shallow and that's just whatever but i mean even that like let's use that as an example if you want someone say that you're like six feet say you're a six feet male and you want your partner to at least be five eight so you don't look like you're walking around with a toddler by all means you have the right to want that and if you find a partner and this partner is like five five you have all means to dump them because they're five five you feel me and again that is just an example not to say you should be dumping people because they're short but like to even take it one step further let's say you look for a partner who who enjoys holding hands to make it very simple let's say that you meet a partner and he's great or she is great or they are great and they do everything except they don't want to hold hands i feel like society has taught us to compromise hmm maybe this person doesn't like to hold hands you two can work it out why the fuck would you work it out with this person when there's someone out there that definitely likes to hold hands and still has all those other qualities if i could zoom in on my face right now i could make it make sense like it's just it's it's just like why would you do that and like i understand if that's if you want to compromise for that person because you love that person by all means that is a beautiful thing June, personally, I'm done compromising. Especially at our age. I'm 20 years old and I'm going to be compromising? No. <laughs> like, and when I, I'm using the term compromising very loosely. I'm, when I say compromising, I mean, I, I, I generally mean settling. Like, I feel like, as a person in our 20s i don't feel like settling should be an option at this moment we've literally only been here for two decades or however many decades you've been at i've only been here for two decades and you want me to settle for a quality that i do not want um no thank you i'm sorry there's 7 billion people on this earth and you want me to settle for a quality that I don't want? Make it make sense. That shit is dead. Like, what? I I just feel like, and like, just to take it a step further, it's just like, this ties into the accepting red flags category because like... We're so taught to compromise in our relationships and we're so taught that like, if this person doesn't have it, like maybe they can grow to have it. That's you trying to change someone and that is not okay in your relationship. You feel me? Being in a relationship is accepting that person for exactly who they are. Now, this is not saying that, oh, you shouldn't encourage your partner to grow and you guys shouldn't grow within your relationship, obviously. But... I just feel like we shouldn't be expecting someone to change or conform to something 
that they don't want to do. You know, by you settling for this person who, using the same example, doesn't want to hold hands, you're also keep like making him feel bad or her feel bad. And now they're going to feel like they have to hold your hand because they know that this is something that you like. And now they're changing something about themselves in order to fix this relationship and in order to make this relationship work. I'm going to take it one step further. <laughs> Say you're with a partner and I'm trying to think of like really non-triggering examples. <laughs> Sorry. Say you're with a partner and this partner enjoys um, debating or talking about politics. Let's use talking about politics. Say this person enjoys talking about politics. Like, all the time. Like, this is something. Like, and again, same thing. Like, they're great. They're cool. Also, I want to pause that. Is this person actually great? and has everything if they don't have something that you need and you require in a relationship. Anyways, say this person talks about politics all the time, 24-7, like this person does not shut up. And so, as I said, like he's great and so you're like, you know what, like it's fine, I'll just like ignore him when he talks or like I'll just you know, act like he doesn't do that. This is essentially what you're doing. Over time, every time you guys get into an argument, that shit is going to come up. A. B. Why would you hold that person in a relationship where something that they do is not accepted? That's not fair. C, I think I said, I think I said B. C, it's just unfair, unfair on both of your ends because now you're being forced, not even forced, but like you're going to start to resent this one thing that this person do does, excuse me. And the issue with that is that resentment only grows. It's not gonna, you're not gonna be like, oh, well, maybe one day, like, I'll grow to, like, learn to talk about politics. It's gonna, let me tell you how it's gonna start. This person's gonna be talking about politics the first time, and you're gonna be like, oh, like, whatever, like, smile, walk away. It's cool. Tenth time this person does this, it's gonna be like, oh, like, this person does not shut up. Mind you, you're thinking this about your partner. Third time you do this, uh, like this person, like, uh, and not third, but like, like, let's say 30th. It's going to get to a point where you're going to audibly say like, uh, like this thing that you do is annoying. And mind you, this thing that you do, you've been aware of this since the beginning. And I'm pretty sure if there was a conversation, like it was just, it went like, oh, you do this, but it's okay, like, we'll just work it out. So this person is confused because you said that this was okay and that you accepted this part of him, when in reality, you're not okay with it. That's gaslighting. 
You know what I'm saying? That's not okay. Take it one step further. <laughs> Take it one step further. I'm real heated today, guys. <laughs> um, let's take it into boundaries. Compromising also kind of shakes up your boundaries, I feel. It... And obviously, like, I'm speaking of the more extreme compromises. I'm just using these very small examples to put things into perspective. But compromising your boundaries for a relationship is not okay. Ever. And I feel like we're taught this from our parents. Like, that compromising our boundaries are okay, you know? Even like, even if it's not on purpose and it's not intentional and it's unconscious, but little things like our parents not giving us our privacy or, excuse me, our parents, well, let's just take the like, our parents not giving us our privacy, you know? Little things like this are kind of programmed into our subconscious and they grow with us as we grow and so like that one thing that you have a belief on and you're just like why do I even have this in my head like it's because of the programming that you received when you were younger from your parents and so I feel like our parents are very involved in teaching us that our boundaries are compromisable because they feel like our boundaries are compromisable to them because they're our parents and so we kind of get this thing in our head to say that okay, like, I shouldn't compromise my boundaries because that's important, but I should compromise my boundaries for someone that loves me. Stay with me, stay with me, see where I'm going with this, you see where I'm going with this, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like with that, it's kind of a slippery slope because we're like, you know, like, I love this person so much and so and this person loves me, and so that's okay. And that means that it's okay for me to compromise my boundaries, you know? And this trickles down into that means it's okay for me to accept things that I don't want in a relationship. That means it's okay for me to compromise what I need in a relationship because I love this person and this person loves me, you know? And that is not okay and i feel like all of this kind of trickles down into us accepting red flags and sorry got a little tea going on um yeah i feel like all of this trickles down into us accepting red flags and us kind of like growing with them and learning to live with them instead of Instead of not accepting them, who told you that you had to accept that shit? You really don't have to. Like, I can't stress enough how many people are on this earth, <laughs> one, and two, how many, like, how many people there are on this earth, <laughs> like, and so for you to be compromising your boundaries and bending your boundaries and 
and doing all these things out of love is not healthy and it's not an excuse for you to do these love is not love is never an excuse to do anything that you are not uncomfortable with it is not enough okay and accepting red flags kind of create this cycle for us where we um how do i put it we kind of like it's like a mirror effect and the person sorry hold on guys super hot in here <laughs> and yeah uh, so um it creates this mirror effect where we see this person how we want to see them because we don't want to think about the fact that we're accepting their red flags even though that's consciously what we're doing unconsciously what we're doing and once that mirror is broken it's broken you know and that's why couples hit that that mark where it's like man like I don't know like where any of this is coming from like where all this animosity is coming from the animosity was always there you know every time that person does that thing that violates that boundary that you've told them is violatable the animosity grows whether you say something or not you know and I feel like people take that as like trials and tribulations of a relationship but violating boundaries are not trials and tribulations of a relationship that is a violation of your boundary let me say it again for you <laughs> violating a boundary is not a trial and tribulation of a relationship that is a violation of your boundary and should be treated as such and should be addressed as such and anything validating your feelings is called gaslighting and don't let them play you period i am a little salty because i got broken up with today guys don't we? <laughs> i'm not even gonna cap but like it's it's just like i've just like realized this cycle in my life where i do the same shit like i'm speaking off of experience like i definitely do this in my life like i see like give you a prime example I was on the phone with my friend one time and we were talking about um, this guy and she was blatantly saying that like, yeah, like she sees the red flags, but like, it's okay. Like, I feel like that's the best summary of the relationship, <clears throat> excuse me. And I feel like that's a prime example of how like, we're like, uh, like, is, he's doing this and it might be an issue later, but, like, it's not an issue now. And that shit is so detrimental, bro. Like, you might as well just be like, yeah, well. <laughs> I was about to say some wild shit. But, like, you get the point. Like, it's just, it's kind of, like, counterproductive for you to ignore something that you know is going to become an issue. So you might as well make it an issue right now period 
The fuck? Like, if it's going to become an issue, just make it an issue right now. See what happens. That's really that. The person is going to react the same way that they would react later. And that's just going to be that. I remember one time I had this conversation about like wow i lost my train of thought guys <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> it'll come back later i also wanted to talk about certain red flags so my breakup today <laughs> has taught me that like the need to break up with somebody first is absolutely a red flag and hear me out it's just because like it shows that you never got too close just in case you know like if you feel like you have to break up with someone so they don't do it before you that means that you're always ready to break up with them and that means that you were never putting your all into that relationship and if you're not going to put your all into that relationship you shouldn't be in it. Period. And I didn't even know this was a red flag until, like, my last few couple situationships. <laughs> and, like, I was just, like, not even upset that at the fact that I was being broken up with. It was just, I was upset at the fact that I didn't get to break up with them. And I'm like, damn, like, I let this guy get, like, way too close. And, like, jeez, like, he broke up with me first. Are you kidding me? Like, I was going to break up with him. And just, like, all of this other nonsensical chit-chat. And it really just, like, made me see that, like, why would you be wanting to break up with someone first? Like, why in a relationship are you thinking about breaking up with the person? Seems a bit counterproductive. In my opinion, that's all I'm gonna say. I really lost my train of thought from earlier. That's really ridiculous. Um... But that's all I have to say on relationships today. <laughs> Honestly, I've had enough of them. I am super, super, super duper lights are gonna sound. Sorry. I am super tired of them. I feel like in your 20s, they are a waste of time. This is why I've, hear me out, hear me out. And not for everybody. I feel like we should be taught about polygamy. Is that the right word? Or polyamorous relationships? I don't want to say polygamy. Scratch that one. Polyamorous relationships. I feel like that's the right word. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we don't get educated. Well, I feel like we don't get educated on enough stuff. But that's a topic for another day. I feel like we don't get educated enough on different kinds of relationship and we feel that monogamous relationships are the only way to go about our life that shit is trash 
again, I feel like there are a lot of issues with our educational system, but that is neither here nor there. One thing I feel like is very important for us to be taught is the different kinds of relationships that we can have. I didn't even know that there was different kinds of relationships for us to have, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it creates more options for you. It creates more options for you. It creates more... Also, hear me out. I feel like it is easier to address boundaries in polyamorous relationships because I really feel like I'm saying that word wrong. Please correct me. (laughs) But no, I feel like boundaries are so much easier to address and to validate in polyamorous relationships because there's the relationship, polyamorous relationships are built on boundaries if you look at it you know when you're in these kind of relationships you have to differentiate this is what we're doing this is what we're not doing this is what the rules of this relationship is because it's so important that all the people that you are dating feel loved and feel heard and feel validated and feel like the relationship is being fulfilled and boundaries are input so that while you're, you know, in these different relationships, they stay in their different relationships. And so I feel like we're taught monogamy off rip. And that shit don't make sense. It don't make sense. Like, and so I feel like in at certain ages, like, and again, this is, I feel like, capital I, I just feel like in certain relations, like, certain ages, like, monogamy should not be your main thing. But this also comes down to education in general. I feel like we're not, I was watching, um, this other podcast, Horrible Decisions, And they were talking about, like, how sex education doesn't even give um, women proper sex education when it comes to lesbian sex or, like, dental dams, finger condoms, like, or even, like, gay men doesn't give them proper education about anything because they're so not even ready for that conversation in classrooms. And I feel like, sorry... I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they need to get ready for that conversation because that's not fair. Sorry, guys, my video cut off for some reason. <laughs> um, no, I feel like they need to get ready because like bro it's 2021 even if you're not an outward like homosexual these are still things that children need to learn you know i feel like 
the education system works double time to make people feel excluded. Because the more you make people feel excluded, the more they conform to what you want them to be. Hear me out. (laughs) I always say hear me out because I know I'd be saying some radical shit. But no, like, the more that you tell someone, hey, this is this box, you need to fit in this shit, or what are you doing? The more you tell someone that, the more they're going to say, damn, I need to fit in this fucking box. You feel me? And so I feel like not even just, I'm not even going to get into the government today, but (laughs) the school system works so hard to teach our kids that like, this is this box. You need to fit in this box. Say you don't fit in this fucking box. Society is going to fucking shun you. I'm sorry for cursing. I'm so sorry. But like, and like that boils down to everything I just spoke about. Talking about our boundaries. Talking about monogamous relationships, non-monogamous relationships, sex education for LGBTQ members, sex education for anyone. Because let's be honest, our sex education in our school is trash. Bananas, condoms, not a thing. Should not be a thing. Teaching kids abstinence abstinence don't make me shake this table come on like i feel like the fact that the school systems first of all real quick the fact that the government is based on religion yet still doesn't help the homeless is beyond me But let alone that, like, school systems, I feel like religion has no place in education. Education is about facts. Not to say that religion is not facts or facts. I'm not even, like, everything aside about religion. When you're teaching someone certain things without giving them all the options that creates ignorant people and i just feel like so many of us had to learn from outward sources about things that we actually wanted to learn that we should have been taught in school and that creates so much miscommunication that creates so much misinformation for one Because you have people learning these things from non-credited sources and all these other things. Like, speaking of everything, not even just religion, like, speaking about, like, learning about, like, our vaginas from fucking YouTube or porn. Not okay. Learning about penises from YouTube or porn. Not okay. You feel me? And... I know you're probably saying that, like, oh, like, well, people's parents should be teaching them that. Like, bro, I didn't get no birds, no bees. I was told not to get pregnant. And that is that. And I'm a lot of people are told the exact same thing. They're, like, I'm so proud when I see, like, the newer generation parents, like, telling their kids the truth and, like, teaching their kids about meditation, yoga, all that good stuff. But, like, our generation was not learning certain things, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like, even like Catholic school, why is that a thing? 
Catholic school feels a little culty to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. And I don't even, I don't mean any of these things with disrespect by any means. Like if you are a Catholic, by all means, put your kids in Catholic school. That's what's up. They're going to go to church anyways. They're going to learn it anyways. But it's just like when non-Catholic people are putting their kids in Catholic school, when they're not even Catholic, it just kind of creates confusion for the child. And I just say all of this to say that like certain things have no place in education and the things that do have a place in education are not being taught. And that creates people and adults who have a bunch of misleading information and incorrect information about their bodies, about their minds, about their boundaries, about relationships and what they look like, about sex, about everything, you know? And that creates such a a dysfunctional era of people. And I feel like the dysfunction's been going on for so long that, like, the education system being put in now and, like, all this shit changing now is causing so much chaos because they're like, whoa, whoa, where's the fucking box? And they're losing their shit right now. You know what I'm saying? And so, I guess what I'm saying is chaos creates creation. And without these old paradigms, there's no way to know what we shouldn't be doing. If I had like the sound effects, I'd put clapping right now. <laughs> no, but for real, like I, our parents, older generations, all of those people, everybody before us walked before us so we can know not to do that shit again. You feel me? So... I say all, all of this to say, boundaries, importante, okay? Red flags, importante, pay attention, okay? Ignoring them shits, not okay, okay? Date everyone that you can before you settle down. Hoes aren't a real thing. Stop it, stop it, stop it, where is she? It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Not a real thing. If you are single, there's no way for you to be a hoe. How are you a hoe? You have no commitments to anyone. Including that situationship. I see you. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Go on that date. You're not married. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm fucking with you guys. Um, but yeah, red flags, all these things are important. All these things should be taught. I learned all these things the hard way, um, much like a lot of us. And, you know, I'm just here to share my thoughts with you guys. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, I'm going to end it here for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for hearing me ramble. (laughs) Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, No, but for real, thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for watching. Those who are watching on YouTube, thank you guys for listening. Um, Much love, much appreciated. 
and I don't know when this episode will probably come out. Maybe I might post it tonight. I'll be up at very odd hours, so maybe I'll post it tonight. If so, if not, I'll probably post it Sunday, so you guys might be seeing this Sunday or Tuesday. Anyways, that is all for today. Remember to declare your boundaries. Remember to honor your boundaries. And remember, if it's a red flag, get rid of that shit now. (laughs) No, I'm just fucking with you guys, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you from your disappointed, your fellow disappointed diva. And take care, you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode.